Hello and welcome to the Station Manager Files. My name is Danny Humby and I am the Station Manager at Radio Sonar and the Membership Exec of the Student Radio Association. Each week I'm going to be chatting to a different Station Manager in Student Radio and finding out their stories and also, more importantly, finding out about their station. I want to hear it all. I want all the juicy gossip about their station. But who do we have first? Well, let's hear it from her. I'm Katie, I'm station manager for Expression. Um, I've been at XT-Uni, I'm in my final year, I study French and German. And yeah, I've been at Expression like since Freshers Week when I joined and I'm obsessed with student radio. Were you always planning to do student radio when you came to uni? No, I actually wasn't. Um, like it's kind of a weird story because basically I've always really liked music and like been really into it. So when I was joining uni, I was looking at all the society lists and X. So we have like a DJ society called Beats and Bass. And I was like, oh yeah, like I really want to learn how to be a DJ. I think that'd be really cool. And then at the freshest event, I like walked past it and I freaked out because I just thought it was gonna be full of these like clubby boys and that like, I wouldn't really fit in. And I just like scared myself. So I kind of walked past and happened to walk past the stool for expression. They sort of like reached out and said like oh do you like music I was like I like music um and they gave me a flyer and I went to one of their taste sessions and I just kind of like accidentally joined student radio and then like have loved it ever since have you ever done any DJing no I haven't um I kind of I basically bought some decks like a couple of years ago and then I ended up going on my year abroad to France so I kind of like put it to one side um but I am actually part of the student DJ network live stream that oh. is happening. Um, well, because I was going like, to get into this because you're a really you're a regional musical officer. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I forgot to mention that actually. You've got so many titles. <laughs> I know. How are you um, finding that? It's good. Yeah, like it's been. It's kind of weird because basically the southwest region like they don't interact with me like they never respond to my messages <laughs> but they do always do what I say so like it's kind of working it's not like quite a community like I wanted it to be but um but no I think it's like, a really good thing so. I guess that's sort of how like student media works though in a way have you have you noticed that in your time as station manager yeah a bit like you kind of just spend all of your time like shouting into the void and then like occasionally <laughs> people give back to you yeah, is um, this what is this? So you're, you're just going straight for the call outs early on, uh, you know, getting out there. If anyone from Expression listens, Katie's feeling unappreciated. <laughs> please message me. I'm lonely. No, no, everyone's great. Like, I think there's always going to be a kind of core group of people that are like super into it. They're going to respond to everything and like get involved. Um, and I think it's just about like making sure that everyone feels like they can do that if they want to and that they can get involved and they can reach out i think it's kind of how big is your committee uh so we have i think 20 on our committee which is quite a lot it's um like it's quite hard to manage especially in like a pandemic where we're not just hanging out in the studio you don't like naturally bump into people um did you go from committee to station manager yeah with like a gap in between so in my second year I was head of music and then I went away for a year and then I came back as um, station manager which was like also quite difficult because obviously I'd been away I didn't get the crossover period with like the previous station manager. So How did you find a... the jump? 
Uh, it's different. I think like I loved being head of music because you could really almost like have more of a direct influence on what was going on. Obviously, we had like a music show and you could update the playlist and it was kind of a lot more practical. Whereas I guess like station manager, it does feel like it's a lot of work behind the scenes, which is obviously like really good and helps the station. But there's like less of the kind of like fun, creative stuff. How do you find the um, responsibility of you know being a station manager and obviously being in charge of the region's music in a way oh it's great I just I love the power (laughs) um no it's fun like I do quite like being like in charge of things and just kind of knowing what is going on and I think it kind of helps having like the two together because obviously having like the link to SRA means I can get my station more involved and it's like it does work quite well having the two what's the what does the uh, yeah, I guess it was weird for me being a regional officer because, um, like, I my my experience with student radio like happened really quickly, like overnight in a way, because I wasn't involved in student radio really for the first two years, apart from just doing a show with my housemate, mm. um, and then sort of early, more like mid mid twenty nineteen, I I got into student radio and then elected to station manager almost within a month of being involved oh wow um so and then in that same month I went to the student radio conference at the same time at the same time and I was like ah and then January 2020 I got elected south regional officer taking over from from Rosie who was doing it before me so I didn't get any of like the handover stuff in the same way and then obviously pandemic hit March and then I was South Asian officer again, becoming membership in October. So I've had such a weird time with like, like the re- I have responsibility in student radio now, but majority of it has come at a time where I've not been able to see anyone or like interact mm. with anyone in person. So like, it's really, it doesn't, it feels like when the world reopens again, like I would just go back to having no responsibility, but actually it's, it's a completely different scenario now. So yeah like the it's it's interesting isn't it the way mm. responsibility works in the student media yeah definitely and there's definitely it's like a weird feeling it's kind of that thing of imposter syndrome where you're like mm. I'm still a child I'm just having fun at uni <laughs> and then suddenly you're like oh wait I manage a station like that's quite a big deal do you get that a lot um like probably a fair amount is um, it mainly like from being a station manager or just in general I think probably in general, like, I still feel, I don't know, I think it's made worse by, like, corona and being at home and feeling like, I I guess, like, if I was in Exeter and having, like, meetings and kind of seeing the station and, like, doing everything in person, it would feel a bit more real, but there's, like, this weird disconnect at the moment, because it's, like, I'm just sitting on my laptop all day, like, I don't have much power. Yeah, I think that's the thing um, from from my point of view as someone that did station manager last year when you could go outside and now doing it again when you can't go outside. It's so like, I feel like I'm not doing anything because I can't, because of that disconnect that you're talking about. Mm. So I feel, I think I'm interested to see, obviously this is the first sort of episode or chat. I'm interested to see how many other station managers have that sort mm. of recurring thing about um, the imposter syndrome and like responsibility because we are young like I don't think any of us know what we're doing when we're running a station because I don't think any society has ever given a good handover ever <laughs> no. it's always just like the previous people are kind of like okay it's your turn now like here's a document 
see you never <laughs> yeah did you do much student radio when you were on your year abroad or just sort of completely out no not much um because I basically went straight from second year I left pretty much just after exams and then went to France I was like very kind of separated um the one good thing was that I finished my year abroad early so I actually finished in January like before corona even happened which did mean that I could go back and like visit Exeter and like kind of interact with people that had joined whilst I'd been away and kind of like meet up with the previous station manager to get like a little bit Who, back in when you I assume expression is democratically voted in right yeah 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 because I know not all stations do were you up against people in order to be station manager no I actually wasn't I think there's kind of like a weird thing in expression where the station manager pretty much always runs unopposed because if you're kind of like dedicated enough it's like I knew as soon as I became head of music I like set my goal on being station manager and I kind of like made sure that like not that I would have stopped anyone obviously from running and people very much knew they could I think everyone kind of realized that if someone's going for it like they'd kind of step back a bit were you worried that the year abroad would like impact that yeah I was quite worried um because there's like a few well there's like the whole committee is really good this year and there's definitely like a few people who I really thought should go for station manager like they would have been really good candidates and like done an amazing job so I was quite worried that if they did choose to run for it because they'd obviously been there the whole year and they knew like the freshers of last year they would put me at a disadvantage but I think I was just quite lucky in the end that no one wanted to do it I guess yeah that's fair enough and, and outside of being a station manager do you present and produce within the station yes yeah, so I've got my own show um which is like, I'm not sure if it's going to be exactly the same format this term. Um, but last time I did Chill with Katie on a Monday night. And I'm hoping to kind of like do the same sort of thing. It just might be a bit more of like a and podcast rather than a show. Went into went onto SoundCloud, right? I listened to it a couple of times. Yeah, I put it on Mixcloud. Mixcloud. Um, oh, that's yeah. Bad. And I also do like a weekly Spotify playlist where I put all the songs I put on the show or just like songs I'm loving. Because um, I'm definitely like... I kind of have two sides to my music taste. It's like D&B house, like the DJ stuff, and then like chilled, like mellow kind of study sounds, which is quite nice. Do you find that student radio has impacted and affected your music tastes? Oh yeah, definitely. Like I think before I came to uni, I wasn't like, I didn't have sort of basic tastes. Like I've always been sort of trying to find like indie artists but it would have been like the mainstream indie stuff. Um, whereas definitely being in student radio, like having access to like the music network and the stuff they send has sort of made me really value like supporting small artists and also yeah. supporting like the local scene. I would never have thought to listen to like a small university band, but actually like you can find some of the coolest music just from- Because like, the there's some stuff. very good local bands down where your uni is, isn't there? Yeah, like we've got um, our favourites, Pat and Pusher, who have always been amazing at like supporting our station. I think BBC Devon play them quite a lot as well. Um, and yeah, it's just like quite a good music scene in the southwest, really. Is 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 music presenting where you want to go into? Um, probably not. I mean, I think like I'd love to be the next Annie Mac, but I'm not quite sure I'm dedicated enough 
to want to do that I think in general I do actually quite like the behind the scenes sort of roles um whether that's like in radio or actually just in the music industry in general sort of like working for a label doing management I think does kind of suit me quite well because I like the kind of organization saying responsibility to get me a job with more responsibility (laughs) no I like I mean I do because I obviously like having a lot of different roles I obviously hate myself and I like just yeah giving myself as much work as humanly possible but I think it does make me work better when I've got lots going on to like kind of divide my time so do you find that it's easier to juggle the more you have on um I wouldn't say it's easier it makes it a bit more fun okay because it's like if I'm so if I've got like uni deadlines then sometimes as like a nice but productive break I can then work on like expression stuff or if the expression stuff is stressful it means I can like work on the music network things and you kind of still feel like you're getting stuff done but just like it's all very different how how is it juggling a multi-language degree with (laughs) just life yeah it's not fun um I think I always say and like my parents say and kind of everyone around me says like oh you're you need to do radio and your degree is like the side piece um which obviously wasn't the intention like I went to uni to study languages but I kind of ended up like falling in love with radio and languages is just like the thing in the background that I've got what was the uh what was the original job hope with the languages uh I honestly don't know I think I just was always kind of like good at languages so I thought okay I might as well do this I like traveling so maybe a job that lets me travel um even like considered a law conversion at one point I thought oh maybe I'd suit that and now it's just like I can't imagine anything other than working in the sort of media music world I'm interested to learn more about expression I think my favorite thing about doing this is just to hear more about the student stations that maybe I wouldn't have heard of or or discovered more Uh, do you do you have a brief history of expression you could give me where where do your knowledges lie as a station manager oh gosh um so I know we used to be University Radio Exeter um I think it's been running for over 40 years it's quite a long running station and my sort of like I say my history is pretty bad in general but we used to have this technician called Frog who was kind of like I think he'd been there from the start and we had this really old Frog yeah I assume that's a nickname yeah I think his name is John but like Frog (laughs) (laughs) fair enough um but yes yeah, so we had like all this really old equipment that was just like original desks from probably when it first started and then gradually over years he'd kind of added bits and like welded on extra pieces to like expand it um which made it really hard to like learn how to use the equipment because it was just so old and like there was just so much and then this year we actually got a whole bunch of new equipment installed which has been amazing because it's like completely updated it um but I know, like, our fun fact, I think our most famous alumni is Tom York from Radiohead, which is pretty cool. Oh, cool. He's our from Expression. <laughs> Does he interact much with the station now? Or No, we've tried, but he just seems to live in his own little bubble, which I'm is gonna, sad. I'm going to clip this and I'm gonna tweet <laughs> him, get involved with Expression. How many, how many members do you guys have? I mean, I suppose uh, this, this year is probably not a great year to ask, but normally how many members? 
Well, actually, this year we have over 100, which is kind of insane. Um, I think normally we get about 150 to 200. Um, so we have like a good amount, but it's just really hard to get everyone involved this year because obviously you can't just like have a night out and meet people. For... Have you guys been remote broadcasting? We haven't. Um, we previously didn't have like the technology to do that. We were actually allowed to broadcast in the last lockdown and we have just found out today that we are still allowed to broadcast now. Oh, nice. Um, obviously, the difficulty is that like not many people are in Exeter. Like I'm not in Exeter at the moment. So we're looking at trying to get remote broadcasting if possible, but it's a bit tricky. Are you doing that with Sonar? Or... We um, haven't really got the interest in remote broadcasting. Uh, um, we... As a, as a uni, there is an incredible engagement um, with with societies, and we were sort of getting there last year when we did well, but it, it's just been really difficult this year. Um, we were allowed to broadcast for last term with obviously a lot of rules in place, um, and we were only allowed to broadcast certain shows that were related towards external stuff um, during the last lockdown, but this time they've said nothing because our uni's changed the rules with like how you're allowed to be on campus and stuff. Mm. So um, we haven't really cracked what our plan is going forward for this term. And I imagine that's the case for a lot of stations because, or just any uni student really, because they don't really know what, what's going on, do they? Mm, it's all a bit chaotic. Yeah. What what playout system do you guys use? Do you guys... Uh, so we're on Myriad 5, I think now. So, so nice. Are you are you a big tech gal? Um, I like I come from a really techy family, so both my dad and my brother are like computer scientists and like very very good at all things tech. So it's kind of filtered through to me a bit. Like I do try and learn what I can, but I'm not like super duper techy. Yeah, it seems to be like a weird mix of people in student radio that either really really know the tech or just have no sort of understanding or, or knowledge mm. at all and the I think majority of my station at least not even in a critical way is very much in there I don't know what tech mm. is I don't have any knowledge um do you have did you guys win you won SRAs this year didn't you or at least we got nominated oh god I, I felt like we got a bronze but that's really bad I don't remember <laughs> Is that, is that, was that, I was going to say, what was that for? But I guess if you can't even remember that you. I know the show, it was, um, so our head of music this year, TT and his friend from last year, Katie, they did a show called A Slice of Humble Buy. Um, so it was up for the like equality diversity oh, uh, nice. award. I'm fairly sure they got bronze. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I was, I was interested to know, like, what type of shows do you guys have on, on expression? We've got like quite a good mix. So we've got a schedule of daytime shows um, between 8 and 5 p.m., which are kind of fairly regimented. So you can obviously do a breakfast show, lunchtime show, um, and they sort of like follow a set of rules and are kind of like the Radio 1 style, like lighthearted entertainment. And then in the evenings, we switch to specialist shows. So people can kind of like put forward their ideas. And most of the time it's like, quite specialist music shows or like chat shows um how much how much freedom do you give your presenters in sort of style and 
Uh, quite a lot, really. Um, we have like sets of guidelines. So if you're on a daytime show, you have to play a certain amount of songs from our like official playlists. But around that, people are allowed to kind of bring in their own music um, and generally kind of say and talk about what they want as long as it's not offensive and obviously it's appropriate. So we kind of do give a lot of freedom, but we also have like an amazing programs controller. Uh, so this year it's Vixie and she goes through all the show applications. So if people maybe don't have quite a strong idea for their show, she can help them either move to something else or yeah, find a producer so they can kind of like build on their own ideas. Do you guys have a big producer team? Uh, not at the moment. So we sort of have this like producer scheme. Um, so if you want a producer for your show, you can apply to have one. I think we probably only have a handful at the moment just because training has been yeah, of like, course. difficult over Zoom, but it's quite a nice system. And I think a lot of people will do it with their friends as well. So like if they've got a friend who doesn't want to be on air but doesn't mind giving like creative ideas, it sort of works quite well. Do you have, what? what's the sort of like percentage of of people that are in expression that are like really hardcore and compared to the people that are just like yeah I just want to mess around oh I think it's really difficult because this year it's obviously a lot smaller um I think normally maybe about 25 percent are kind of like the hardcore um like get involved people and then generally they're the ones that end up being like committee for next year because they get involved with our sort of content teams and come to all the socials I think this year it's probably a lot smaller just because people are a bit bored of being on zoom so they don't want to go to all the sessions and do all the like home recorded sort of group shows but um but it's sort of yeah it's like keeping us going so no, fair enough. And I'm interested to talk just generally about student radio. Um, I'm interested to know people's, if you had to describe student radio or like its essence, how would you, without it sounding a bit naff, is that is that naff sounding? I feel like it is, but how would you, <laughs> what, like how would you describe it? Because for, for context, like, I know that it's very different in terms of in compared to like industry radio because it's just more fun per se, but obviously you can't just go to a more fun version of radio, but I'm interested to know your standpoint on it. I think for me, it's like this, like kind of fun family network. I think like, as you said, it is kind of a more fun version of industry radio just because you can do anything you want like if you want to do a 24-hour broadcast like no one's going to stop you and tell you like no one's going to listen you're just going to do it anyway um and it kind of gives you like the freedom to like to find yourself which sounds really cheesy <laughs> and gross yeah but like I know for me it definitely like it expanded all my friendship groups and you kind of build up like this amazing network of people even like this year with corona like you know we've pretty much only met this year online um and just like the rest of the sra you kind of know if you follow someone on twitter they're going to follow you back and then you'll start like <laughs> chatting and it's just it's like really nice little community i think is probably the best yeah. way of describing do you it think, in a roundabout way do you think student radio has helped you much as a person i think we're so. getting we're getting um, deep we're yeah, get, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
yeah like I definitely wasn't that confident before I came to uni um like I was probably shy I mean still now I'm like I'm never the loudest person in the room like I think I'm not shy but I'm not like yeah I'm not the loud one but I think student radio has definitely given me like my own platform and also just like it's become such a part of my personality that like all my friends kind of you know like I'm the radio friend and it's like this cool little thing that <laughs> I can have which is quite nice yeah I, I remember when um so like we were trying to get people to join the five-a-side team we started in sonar and I was described to the guy as the radio man and I just find it really funny that you know similar to what you've just said is that apparently that's our personalities now yeah it's like you can't have other interests like if I want to like something else it's not allowed like I can only like radio do you often find that people assume that you can name any song from just listening to it because you do radio yeah like especially being involved with the music side it's like when I went on my year abroad and um I told them that I was interested in radio and stuff they'd always be quizzing me about like either big names in radio or music and I'm like I am only 21 like, <laughs> there's only so much knowledge I can hold yeah like unless I'm going to be looking at like an encyclopedia of every musical artist from like the 1900s onwards like I'm not going to know all these people that was the um problem for me when it came to like zoom quizzing in the early lockdowns because it was like if I was doing it with non-radio friends it was very much like a oh music round oh Danny knows radio <laughs> oh 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 and I was like yeah I don't listen to radio I just know radio I just yeah do you have a favorite moment in in student radio oh that's a good question have you because you mentioned the 24-hour broadcast have you have you done a 24-hour broadcast yeah it's like one of the yeah that probably is like the coolest thing I've been involved with so it was at the in like February of my first year and I was getting I was like the really keen member of the expression music team and I was like sucking up to the heads of music so I like wanted to do their job and I just like found it really cool and they basically set up for our SRA chart show we did a 24 hours live it's called 24 hours live uh, broadcast in the lead up so we had a different oh, artist cool. every hour um, and I got to be in like in charge of sourcing artists and kind of organizing training and it meant I got to learn how to like set up a live studio for like live music which was really cool and yeah I got to stay up 24 hours which were you so were you were you on air the whole time or uh no so we had different presenters for sort of like every two hours so some people would come along and do like the 4am slot um I think I presented the two hours before the chart show um which was quite fun and but you but you were still was, you were still awake for the whole thing I think so I might have gone home at one point I can't actually remember now but it was like it was just so much fun having so many people in and out of the studio and just being on campus at like 4am for something other than deadlines is just like quite a fun experience um, yeah would you ever would you ever do a 24-hour show where you're uh on for the whole thing absolutely not <laughs> I can barely talk for my two-hour show like I'm not that dedicated yeah. to presenting I think I'd just I'd like be crying on air if I did that which wouldn't be fun for anyone <laughs> no that's no no fair enough um why why was that your favorite moment though P- purely for just like the experience of what it was yeah I think it was just like 
such a cool overview of everything that is possible in student radio because you know you get to see all the presenting the producing the behind the scenes the social media and then doing it with like a group of people who were just so much fun and like yeah I made some of my closest friends in student radio and it was just kind of one of those like yeah I'm never gonna have this moment again because like it's not like something you do every week so 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 that comes back to that whole thing about like family and community yeah definitely yeah because I think other than that as like my top moment I'd say like one of my favorite things about being an expression is just like the friends I've made from it which sounds like so cheesy but it is just like such a nice little community yeah and for me I I think that's my favorite part about about student radio and I think that's why I'm excited to to chat to different station managers you know every week and find out about their views on student radio because obviously they're the people that love in a way I love student radio the most because they're the ones that want to you know spend hours and hours and hours doing random admin jobs (laughs) do you have a least favorite moment um least favorite moment probably just be any time I've been hung over after going a bit too hard at a social the night before but then yeah. still having to like be presentable the next day so yeah. life is so tough when you've got all that responsibility <laughs> you just want to get so drunk and what about a funniest moment oh funniest moment oh. I don't know that's difficult I mean me and Lizzie and if you know Lizzie Frisbee shout yeah. out <laughs> we did a show um called breakfast in surrey uh in our well, that in my sounds second year. very posh i know well it's because if you can't tell by my voice already <laughs> i'm from surrey and i'm quite posh as is lizzie and exeter is known as surrey on sea so we were like we fit the stereotype we've got to just like play up this as our brand um oh no actually I think I know my funniest moment would be the first time I ever went on air it was I was a guest on the music show I told my parents I was so excited like really nervous so I get a text from my mum halfway through my mum who has raised me you know with my parents and my mum says oh (laughs) you sound great very posh I was like you raised me of course I sound posh oh I can't believe you demoted demoted Lizzie like that as well just to get it well, I was going to say, like, all of Breakfast in Surrey was funny because it was, like, way too early in the morning. Yeah. I think we're quite, like, a funny mix of personalities. What, so. what time was your breakfast slot? It's from 8 till 10 in the morning. So not, like, the worst, but yeah. still a bit too yeah. early. Yeah, no, I, I, there was a, I briefly did a, a, a breakfast show at the same time slot with the former station manager, um, Ben Winter. And oh, nice. it, was, it was a similar circumstance of just chaos yeah it's never like fully planned it's always just like yeah I I, I'm I'm I still find it shocking to this day that some student stations commit to proper breakfast shows but maybe that's maybe that's just me (laughs) and maybe that's a hot take to end it on but but that's where we've left it me and Katie Fox if you want to find out more about Katie Fox then Expression FM is the place to find out. And honestly, I thought it was really interesting to chat to her. I I have a lot of time for so many of the station managers in student radio, uh, but particularly Katie Fox. If you listen to this far, you probably got very annoyed with my squeaky chair. Apologies for that. Um, But it is is a comfortable chair. So so 
for me, it, it balances out. This was a bit of a test run, so uh, let me know your thoughts. Um, I'm going to record some more with some more station managers anyway, but feedback is always accepted and loved. This has been a really interesting experience, and I'm excited to lock more station manager files into the drawer. Does that metaphor work? Who knows? We'll find out next time. Thank you so much for listening.